Are you ready to attract your dream clients? Welcome to the Aligned Businesswoman Podcast. I'm your host, Vanessa Ann Miller. This podcast is for female entrepreneurs looking for a simpler way to grow their business. Each week, I share simple, actionable steps you can use to build a profitable business that is aligned to your energy and without having to cold DM random strangers or hit up friends and family. I'm here to help you tap into your natural talents and find a joyful way of connecting on social media to confidently show up and grow your business. A crackle of sacred fire, a soothing balm for the financial soul. Where Victoria Washington goes, women prosper. Heart money medicine woman, heart business wizard, and part straight-talking spiritual best friend to over 16,000 Instagram followers, Victoria is at the helm of a financial revolution. After filing for bankruptcy in 2018, Victoria started her coaching business from scratch. Three years later, Victoria Washington, Inc. is a seven-figure per year global brand that has supported over 3,000 women on the journey of financial liberation. Through her signature methodology, Wealth Embodiment Flow, or WeFlow, women are guided through a series of postures, breath patterns, and mantras that help them release financial trauma from their bodies and water the seeds of their most abundant realities. Whether it's brokering a six-figure real estate deal, negotiating an increase in salary, signing a paid client for the first time, or simply opening the stack of bills she's been avoiding, Victoria's communities are alive with women celebrating their financial milestones. Victoria's teachings weave together somatic movement, business strategy, and channeled spiritual wisdom to support women and in particular, women of color, to step into new levels of financial freedom. Hi there, Victoria. Thank you for being a guest on the Aligned Businesswoman podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. I've been stalking you for quite some time now, and so to be able to have you here in the flesh is really exciting for me. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's quite impressive how you have grown. I I followed your journey from Chicago to you're now in San Diego, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so just to watch that, I I went through all of your little highlights and just really studied how you have grown. And it's just a beautiful journey Mm -hmm. from one entrepreneur to another looking to get to a, a certain level. And so I really appreciate your story. And I'm so happy that you're here. And we're going to be talking about the content creatrix types and creating more visibility online. Can you tell me how did you come up with these content creatrix before we actually go in through each of them? So I've been showing up online for the last four years and I've been coaching for three and a half. And the consistency that I noticed throughout all my clients have coached hundreds, now thousands of women and entrepreneurs in this space, there's themes that show up and different pockets of resistance that show up consistently across all levels. So even if you have hundreds and thousands of followers to your first hundred followers, the fear of being seen is really the fear of being exposed in your most intimate state. 
And when you are showing up online, you're exposing parts of yourself that some of your family members might not even know or that your partner might not even know. And you're really showing your life in real time in a way and you're curating it in a way that many people are going to potentially judge or misunderstand you. So anytime we're starting to expose ourselves, there's different layers of resistance that can show up. And the archetypes just spoke into the themes that I noticed many women brushed up against as they were continuously exposing more and more of themselves online. And then we created, um, we don't offer it live anymore, but it was a program that we created all around social media and creating content and bringing visibility to the table. And it's exciting to have this conversation with you right now, because when I first came up with these archetypes, this was probably three years ago when we created Content Creatrix, the course, and social media has changed tremendously. So some of the stuff that's in that course is still very relevant and valid. And it's so supportive if you're on more of a healing journey with showing up online. And it's exciting to have this conversation right now because it's completely different on Instagram, on Facebook, on all the things. So it's it's an exciting time to be alive and to share your heart and your your world with the internet. For sure. Yes. And I've been I've dealt with that too of like the worry of like what are people going to think? What are my friends and family going to think? And so I'm glad that we're going through this topic right now and it's really it's mind-blowing how things that happened in our past as child like in our childhood show up now and keep us from playing big. We we play small and so I'm really excited that we're going through this topic. So what are the the types? So there's, speaking of inner child, well, how I teach content and the way that I teach the, the archetypes is through inner child healing. And there's five different layers of resistance that I've seen show up. So there's the people pleaser. So obviously that's pretty self-explanatory. Somebody who is more more in the energy of, I want to control everyone's perception of me versus fully express myself. There's the rescuer, which is the person who has a little bit of a savior mode that they drop into, which drains their energy and their full illumination. There's the super achiever. So they need to be the best, know the, know everything, get all the certifications. No, like there's never enough doing for the super achiever. And then there's the rebel, which can be also described as the disruptor. And they have a little bit of a lone wolf streak to them. They are more concerned with what's wrong versus creating solutions for what could be. And then the final one is the perfectionist, who is very much so gripping to everything being a specific way. So all of those show up. We all have all of those. We all can be a people pleaser sometimes. We can all fall into like the rescuer, all be a little bit rebellious. And each person has a type or a a pocket of resistance that is showing up the most. And on the other side of those wounds, inner child wounds, you have your content creatrix type. So the people pleaser is actually the connector. She has a big enough capacity to love and see people that she's actually designed to use her content to network and build bridges and share multiple perspectives that bring people together. And then the super achiever is actually the teacher. So a lot of educational content, breaking things down, explaining things. They know a lot because they invest a lot in education and getting things to the point where they're the expert and they know exactly how something works. Then we have the guide who is the perfectionist when they're in their 
controlling state, but the guide is really here to create beauty and take people on a journey. And when a perfectionist steps into their inner guide, what they really bring to life through their content is powerful imagery, guided concepts. Their content is incredibly juicy. It's detail oriented. It's rich. It's raw. There's so many different elements that they pay attention to. And then the last two are the rescuer is really the healer. So their content is incredibly transformative. When they speak, people transform. They can lead different things online, like ceremonies, talks, different things that are all related to healing the collective. And they're more interested in collective transformation versus educational content would not be the healer's favorite thing to create. And then the final one is the disruptor at the end of the day is really the sacred rebel. And they're meant to disrupt different narratives, but from a grounded state of purpose versus the dramatic frustration that can sometimes come through a rebel who's not embodied in their content creatrix and not fully understanding the purpose that they serve when they're showing up online. So they all have different flavors of content. And what I usually recommend is you choose two to sit with and be with, and you'll notice your content starts to transform as you understand, wait a second, I'm not a people pleaser. I just have a deeper capacity to love. And so my content's job is literally to network and build bridges. So how can I do that every time I speak and show up online? And it brings an exhale into the room because you're not working against yourself. You're working with all aspects of yourself. And that changes the game. That is so beautiful. I did the, um, I'm in House of We, and I watched a, a mini flow replay. Yes, I love it. And when you talk about healing and you say, the body leads and mind follows, right? That's your that's your saying. Yep, body leads, mind follows. Mm-hmm. And when I did the breath work and I did the we flow, I have never done that before. And I literally like I could feel my whole body like it felt expanded. It felt I felt like I was in the process of healing physically. It allowed me to just really show up and be excited to show up for my business. One thing that we were doing, we were doing the um, the bow and arrow pose. Mm-hmm. And that is so dang empowering. But why do you think that the physical part helps us with their energy part? Like, why do you think that the body and the mind like connect the way that they do? Well, we're programmed to let the mind run the show. And the mind can only see potential problems. It doesn't actually know our full potential and all the things that could go right and all the possibility available. So how Body Leads Mind Follows first came to be is when I was on my money journey of going from bankruptcy to now we run a multi-million dollar company, I was bumping up against things that had nothing to do with my mind. Like if you looked at some of the fears I had around money, they were very irrational. They didn't make any logical sense, yet my mind would continuously provoke that and continue to give it more narratives. So as I addressed the mind, I kept running into a wall and I was like, okay, well, it's not logical. Okay, well, I'll do it. But okay, well, I'm afraid. Okay, well, I'll do it. Okay, well, I'm afraid. So it's going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And the, at the end of the day, my body was believing in something and my body was holding on to something much deeper than the illogical thought. So I had to go into the body to understand where was the root of this subconscious narrative that was playing out in my nervous system. And the body is the keeper of every single memory, every single thing that's happened in your life, in this life, in past lives, in other dimensions. And so 
as I started to explore the body through movement and breath, I was able to actually heal, revitalize, resurrect a narrative that didn't even start with me, started with my mother, started with my father, started with my grandfather, grandmother. And there were these different lines of contracts that I'd made that my mind would have never been able to to find because my mind is just focused on keeping me safe and keeping the mission going. My body, on the other hand, is holding different beliefs and stories that sometimes start with me and sometimes don't. Sometimes they're meant to end with me. And that's when I created Body Leads, Mind Follows as our main mantra for what you're talking about is the wealth embodiment flow practice. And we go through the postures because when you give yourself a somatic experience, you're going to get much more accurate information about how you are experiencing and feeling and holding onto a story versus the mind is only going to take you so far. And through the practice, you start to teach your body to show your mind and lead your mind to more expanded spaces that it can't even comprehend and perceive. So if I were to tell you right now, like you're going to make multiple millions in the next 30 days, your mind is immediately going to run and say, okay, well, how, how do I do that? How do I do that? How do I do that? But if you could close your eyes and I could speak to your body and say, let your body reveal to your mind how it's going to feel to stand in the identity of multi-million dollar woman. You'll start to feel your heart. You'll start to feel your gut. You'll start to feel your chest. And then you'll say, okay, now continue to teach the mind the path for how that's going to unfold. And all we're really doing is changing the state. And the state of what you're dwelling in affects your behavior and your behavior runs everything. So going through the body to me is taking a shortcut. However, it's a little bit more challenging because as you've probably experienced in wealth embodiment flow, there's a lot of sensations and sensation to the mind is a threat because sensation edges you into a space of, I can't control everything. I'm breathing so much that I feel alive. I'm moving in a way that has me feel excited and and wildly possible and fully erected in everything that I've ever wanted in my life. And the mind is like, holy crap, what is that? We need to temper that down. This is not safe. And that just reveals to us that our deepest fear is not that we're going to lose it all. Our deepest fear is that we're going to lose control and that it is to be fully alive is to fully lose control and to allow something bigger to be lived through you. And the body knows exactly how to hold that. And it will slowly over time teach the mind how to be in relationship with life in that way. And that changes everything. Wow, such wisdom. Like I'm like literally excited to, when we get off this call, I'm going to go and listen to another replay of the, of the mini we flow. Cause that's Do it. It, my, my body, like my stomach felt like, I don't think I've ever gotten enough oxygen throughout my whole body. And I felt alive. I was like, yes. whoa, yes. it was so empowering. And yes. I love that in the, um, I guess in the portal, the dashboard of the house of we, I, so I have a, a background in financial services for 14 years. I've been I was a financial advisor and I love how you also talk about investments and you talk about mm-hmm. just taxes and, and all these things. So how, how were you able to, like, how do you connect that? Like in a marketing standpoint, like, how do you talk about that? Cause sometimes people might be like, well, I'm, 
it's too much, but it's really not. It, it really goes with everything that you're doing. So how did that? Yeah. Well, one thing we teach, and for everybody listening, the House of We stands for the House of Wealth Embodiment. It's a global money membership that we founded a, a year ago, a little over a year ago. And as I started to make more money, I realized that that was just the beginning of the whole sacred walk with wealth. So I want to break something down really quick to support listeners and making sense of like how I've structured this and what you're experiencing in your body. So there's three different layers to creating wealth. There's cash, there's money, and then there's wealth. So cash is a physical object that we use to, you know, use for exchange to get different goods and services. Most people are in a relationship with cash, meaning they associate themselves as I need to make money. And so when we're playing with cash, it's a very much so about doing, what do I need to do to make more cash? And I'm going to do this to do that and do this to do that. And I'm going to trade time for this and time for that. That gets very exhausting on the nervous system because at at some point you cap out and it's like, okay, well, I don't have any more time. So that means I can't make any more money. That's the biggest thing that people complain about. (laughs) I don't have time. I don't have money. I don't have time. I don't have money. Because they're in a relationship with cash and just the da 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 I need to make more, make more, make more. Then in House of We, what we're inviting you into is to still have connection with cash and, and be in the management of cash but to have a deeper relationship with money, which is the next layer. To have a relationship with money is to really look at one question. Money, what is it like to be in relationship with me? And all money is, is an energy that shows you more of who you really are. So who you are with $500 is the same as you are with $5,000. You just have more options. And so it reveals more of your choices and your choices reveal more of who you are. Then the third layer is wealth. And most people will never even go to this space because wealth is an identity. It's not cash. It's not money. It's an identity. And while that is everybody's birthright to claim as their identity, not everybody was trained to believe that. And that's on purpose. So now we're opening up a deeper conversation around money that includes race and includes your individual lived experiences and includes what you were taught, your bloodline, your lineage, all of that determines your identity, like who you really are. So you can have a ton of cash, you can have a relationship with money, but until your identity is in wealth, it'll never feel like enough. So as I started to make more cash, plenty of cash that I never have to think about anymore. Then I was in a deeper relationship with money. What I still noticed is I'm still not identifying as a wealthy human because I'm still spending like I'm broke. I'm still looking at my bank account like there's not enough, even though there is, and I have the tools now to bring more in, something's not right. So that's when we developed the arc of financial transformation. And I went from teaching financial liberation as a destination. Here's where we want you to get debt-free, more money, do what you want, live your dream life. That's all great. But there's so many people living that dream life and still feeling broken, empty. And that's because they haven't reached financial transformation, which is an endless journey and a continuation of opening up new doors of wealth and opening up new depths of your identity. So the arc of financial transformation takes you through financial healing, which is going to help you heal all the things that are stopping you from making cash and making money. But then there's four other layers that take you on a deeper journey. And the one that you're referring to is layer three, stage three, which is financial wisdom. And financial wisdom is so important for your wealth identity because 
It teaches you how to have a plan with money, to have money as a teammate in your wealth identity, to circulate it, invest it, move it. And this is where we really impact the economy and impact the bigger picture. So yes, having and stacking cash is a ton of fun. And it's important to understand the language of money and the the lexicon of wealth, which is where a lot of people feel inadequate and they'll stop of, well, I don't belong at that table or in that conversation. So in the house of we, we've brought in experts in investing in the stock market in crypto. We just had a cryptocurrency workshop. Who knows if everybody in there is going to use that? I still haven't fully dipped into crypto. We're starting to dip our feet in there. But it's so nice to know what's happening and to have that awareness of the full financial picture so you can continue to evolve and develop your identity of wealth, not just be in the rat race of creating cash, creating more cash, creating more cash, because that gets really exhausting. It really does. And so I know that House of Weed doesn't open up until summer again. Is that correct? Yes. We're going to have a little sneak peek opening. So if you get on the wait list, we always open that surprise we open it up as a surprise early, but the next event and the next big opening isn't until June, 2022. Okay. So in the meantime, what should people do if they want to connect with you? The Supreme Money Bundle is for sale. And that is a little micro version of the House of We. You're going to get Quantum Legacy, which is a course all about recoding your money lineage. So talking about the grandmothers, the grandfathers, really understanding the rich wound and why you may feel the way you do about money. I'm sure when you've done the wealth embodiment flow, you've seen things you're like, whoa, I didn't even realize I was holding that around money. That doesn't even feel like it's mine. So that's in the money bundle. And then we've pulled our best trainings from the house of we, and we give those to you. And then there's also two important workshops. One where I first crossed our first six figure month. I did a workshop on money right after that milestone. And then I did another event right after we crossed a million. So The cool thing about the bundle is you'll see how I grew and you'll see it in real time and how the teachings developed. And if you're interested in doing this deeper work, that's an amazing place to start. And I can give you the link for that so people can enjoy it. Awesome. Yes, I'll definitely be sure to include that link in the show notes. Thank you so much for your time. I know you're a busy woman. I love all of the branding that you've been doing, all the photo shoots. They've inspired me. So thank you. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you for joining me this week. To view the complete show notes and any links mentioned in today's episode, visit vanessaannmiller.com forward slash podcast. That's also where you can get free access to the Empowerment Activation Masterclass. Please make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you can receive new episodes right when they're released. Thank you again for joining me, Vanessa Ann Miller, in this episode of The Aligned Businesswoman.